Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Thank you, Pulpit Stars. We have gotten to the most important part of this service. And we have the most powerful preacher, most anointed shepherd, the most anointed pastor. Let's put our hands together and welcome E.S.J. just want to lift up your hands this evening. Thank the Lord for another Saturday, a time to be in his presence. Thank him that you are here and ask him to speak to you tonight. Talk to him for a moment. Talk to him for a moment. Father, we're grateful. Thank you so much for a night like this another time when we come together to speak to you, to, to listen to you, and even for you to hear us also. We are so grateful. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Wow. Take your seat. Hey, don't take your seat. Find your Bible. We have not been making the confession in this. Where is your Bible? Ask your neighbor, where is your Bible? Where is your Bible? All right, lift it up. If it's on your phone, I'm not happy with you. But lift it up anyway. Lift it up anyway. You want to say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in this service tonight? Hey. I said, are you happy to be in this service tonight? Yeah. It's a good place to be on a Saturday night. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. I'm also happy to be here. And before I start preaching... I'm going to make someone bring us greetings. I'm not looking there so that you insult me. My daughter-in-law is in the house. Lady Pastor Francine coming all the way from Madagascar. Hallelujah. We have to hear from her. We must hear from her. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. Some so people don't know that you used to be in this church. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. God bless you, mommy. Thank you so much. It's a blessing to be here. Hallelujah. 
and I bring you greetings from Madagascar. <laughs> yeah, all the way from Majanga, Madagascar. Amen. All the way from where? Mahajanga, Madagascar. And I want to say that you are in a good church. You are in a beautiful church. You have a wonderful pastor. Hallelujah. So keep on serving God. Keep on loving God. Keep on doing your best for Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. Lady Pastor Forewa was reminding me that LP Francine was her shepherd when she joined this church. I think it's very powerful. I thought you'd be clapping for him, praying that you too, your sheep, will remain in the church that you put there. Amen and amen. All right. Tell your neighbor, we're going to talk about faith tonight. We're going to talk. Are you tired of listening to faith things? Shall we continue talking about faith? And is your faith growing a little? I mean, are you, you see, if your faith is growing, it's not just saying my faith is growing. No. You should be able to see it. Yeah, it's like the wind. We cannot see it physically, but what it is doing makes us know that the wind is blowing. Do you see? In the same way, as you grow in faith and as your faith is built up, you see that some things you're able to believe God and it's working. Amen. Are you there? Or some things you couldn't believe Him for before, earlier. You see that? Oh, now. I mean, I'm growing in faith. And that is what happens when you expose yourself, not only to faith messages, but to the word of God. Hallelujah. So today I'm sharing another message with you. We've been here. We've been in this book for the past how many weeks? Faith Secrets. Yeah. And you should have owned your own copy. You would have been enjoying it. I couldn't resist that choke. I had to choke you small. But tonight we're talking about faith is a power that converts failure into success. Faith is a power. Tell me, but faith is a power. Yeah, faith is a power. And we've been here for some time, isn't it? We call this what? An unstoppable force. It's a power. Amen. And many powers, you don't see them. When you see somebody walk into a room and the person looks powerful, most likely he's not that powerful. Mm. Are you there? The real powerful things, Charlie. Electricity, when it's passing, is even silent. If you like, touch it. If you like. It's passing silently. It has not spoken. But if you like. The electricity that is passing into your house if you go near the pylons, the where it's coming from, it's actually frightening. But near your house, it doesn't make any sound. But if you touch it, hey. And that is power that is on earth, that God created. So the one who created it is definitely more powerful. And he's the one who's teaching us that faith is a power. And tonight, we're going to be talking about some failure. Hmm. How many of us here, you've experienced failure in something? In something before. I didn't say in school. I said in something. It can be anything. Yeah. How many of us know that failure is part of life? Yeah. But failure is also painful. Mm. I said failure is also painful. Yeah. And if you don't take care, because of the pain of failure, you'll begin to dodge it. 
but when you dodge it, you will also not succeed much. Anything that you look at and you see that it has succeeded, it has failed some few times before. Like the first time you tried to preach. It didn't really work. The person gave their life to Christ out of feeling sorry for you. The person was even embarrassed. It's like, let me just give my life to Christ and let's end this embarrassment so that we can stop, we can finish. Finish. Are you there? Yeah. Some of you are sitting in a class that honestly, honestly, if God does not help you, you are failing. Because you don't even understand what they are talking about. You don't understand it. I had a physics teacher like that. It didn't matter what he said. I didn't understand. I just couldn't. I just didn't understand. It doesn't matter. You can read it. It doesn't matter. I just didn't understand it. Are you there? But I also need to let you know that failure is part of life. And if you are going to allow failure to stop you from what you're doing, then I think you are not going to live long. Or you're not going to live... No, because it is... What should I say? Eh, please. And if you are a singer, stand to your feet for me. Let me ask you a question. You sing. You sing. You sing. Jeremy, stand to your feet. If you don't stand, I have to ask you to sing. I only have a question. Have you sang before and it was off-key? I don't want to remind people. You sang very nicely, but you were off-key today. The key was wrong. Anyway. I'm fat. Tell the instrumentalists they owe you what? Tomorrow they should buy you lunch. Yes. Have you sung before? And then somewhere in the middle of the song, then you realize that? No, because you started too high. So when you got to the chorus that is higher, no? You realize that it's, it weren't good at the time. But did you decide that you are not going to sing again? No. And if you see, if you didn't, you know, like today, today we had a very nice time at the wedding. I think you should clap for the choir. They gave us a good time. They gave us a good time. But they started their first song in the wrong key. And I was sitting too far away and I started to send texts. And my text was, the key is wrong. The key is wrong. And Pearl was leading it. And so she was leading And I told her, today you have learned that even when you are in somebody's church, nobody should force you to sing in a key that is not yours. Just don't mind them. Hey! You won't get that learning point or you won't really understand it. I thought if she had been in church here, she would have done it. But now you are in somebody's church and then you feel that, oh, let's just, I will manage. Don't manage. That's what you have learned. Don't manage. Ask them to stop. Then you start it in the key that, yes, they will follow you. Yeah. But it took this episode for us to bring it up. Are you there? Oh, are you in the church or you have gone home already? Yeah. So sometimes you got to fail to succeed. Yeah. But if you don't add faith eh, to it, you'll fail again. Because the next time you go to hold the microphone, you remember the last time when you forgot your lines or the last time when you started in the wrong, you'll remember and then you will And what will happen? This one day, it will not be anybody's fault, but your own. Thank you, you can sit down. Are you here? If you don't learn from your failure, you won't find a wife. 
Yeah. So everything. <laughs> How many girls you have can't Benku before? And it didn't work. It didn't work. Oh, the people will take it like that. The one that you are not sure whether it's cocoa or it is what, you know? That's one mistake. Another mistake, it is hard, so hard like a football. If you throw it, it will hit the wall and come back. Are you there? So, did you say you will not make the banquet again? Eh? <laughs> so, you will go and do it again. And you do it again. And you do it. But if you don't add faith in, the next one, it will be like cocoa. You start again believing. What is faith? Believing that it's going to work. Hallelujah. And tonight, we're talking about faith as a power that converts failure to success. It converts failure to success. You see, this generation of people, because a lot of things are working for you and a lot of things are instant, that's why I have to talk about failure. Yeah, because when you take the one spoon of coffee and you drop it inside the cup and you add water, it gives you coffee. When I was a child, you want a cup of coffee. You take it, you put it into the kettle, you add water and you boil it. Ah, you be staring at it, wondering when it's going to be ready. Then you find your strainer and you strain it only to discover that it was too light. Oh, yeah, it was a whole job just to get a cup of coffee. A whole job. You better respect it. <laughs> so you are the instant generation. So you think everything in life is instant. You are looking for supper. You just catch a bag, pack of Indomie, toss it in some water, add some veggies. And then there's something, and then just decorate. It looks as if you cooked a meal. <laughs> or even just order. You know, at first you could place the order, then you go for it. Now you place the order, and you say, bring it to me. Bring it to where? And then, hey. Then we say, where are you? Then you say, I'm coming. Then you send the location. Okay, unless you're in Kumasi, you have to describe it. You don't go to bank again. I don't know the last time I saw the inside of my bank. If at one time I got a message from the manager, please just come in. Just come. We just, we just, we just want to see. Just come, because I've not been in there for years. Do you have to go inside? You don't have to go. Are you there? But because of that, when you fail, then you now start to send messages. I will hang myself. If we were hanging ourselves like that, do you think there will be anybody left? I'm thinking of that. And we're laughing at the serious thing. Don't laugh at all. It's very, very serious. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, so as soon as something is not working, then you begin to think, oh, have I done something wrong? Or then, listen, that's why I started by saying it's part of life. Failure, you have either failed now, or you have failed before, or you are about to fail, or all of the three are happening at once. Yeah. It's not every sermon that is preached that works. Some sermons don't work. Hmm. Are you there? Yeah. It's not every flyer you make. The flyer it can be a total flop. Recently, they sent me a flyer for some program, and I, I sent a text back to the person. I said, this thing, this thing that you have done, this thing you have done. I said, it's better you didn't even have a flyer. No, it didn't work. Church is serious, quiet. 
Let's go to Luke chapter 5. We talk about faith. It's a power. From today, when you feel it, don't, what should I say? Don't misbehave. Yeah, don't misbehave. Just look for your, your faith from somewhere. Yeah. Luke 5, 5 to 8. Because you see, as I'm talking about failure, I've mentioned only the major, the minor failures, but there are some major ones. Yeah. yeah. Something, they are major, major failures. Major, major failures. Yeah. That can change the course of your life, cry. Some of you, the course you are doing is because you failed a certain subject. The church is very quiet. Eh? One day, somebody sent me results and said, oh, will there be a chance for my child in medical school? Do you want to know the results? An A, another A, a third A, a fourth A, a fifth A, a sixth A, a seventh A, one D7 in commas. That's it. When I called the... Hmm, I said, this one, I have to go and call the person and talk. When I called, the person told me that. When you see, when they see D7, it doesn't even come up to be spoken about. Yeah. D7 math. It doesn't even come up. So whether you got 18 other A's, that D7 will make sure that in the selection that we are now going to decide who, it doesn't even come up. A critical failure. But look at the A's. You can see that the person is well able. I said 1D7. 1D7. We will not even look at it. That's why I said some failures are critical. Hey. Am I talking to somebody in the church this evening? Yeah. Some failures are painful. Yeah. Just ask anybody who has tried repeatedly to get pregnant. And the pregnancy fails. And it fails. And it fails. It can affect you in a that's so deep. But tonight I'm telling you that faith will convert that failure into success. Amen. Amen. Before I read the scripture, let's go to Romans 8:28. Allow me to flow. Just allow me to flow. Romans 8:28. That's scripture. You see, if you don't have faith, you won't believe it all. Uh-huh. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. Do you love God? Yes. Okay. To them who are called according to his purpose. There's a reason why this scripture is in the Bible. And the reason is that God knows that some things will happen that will make you wonder and will make you question. And it will make you ask that, ah, but God, where were you? And so he's telling you from beforehand that everything including the failures. They are all together working to your good. That's if you love God. If you don't love God, it's a different discussion. But if you're a lover of God, there, all of it, there is a reason. All of it, there's a reason. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah. All of it, there's a reason. One of the reasons why God does not protect us from failure is that we are in a world where he's expecting us to bring other people to him. If he doesn't allow us to be, look at your feeling, look at how proud you are. Oh, it's just real. So if he doesn't allow us to fail a little, we will not be of any use. 
to other people in life. If God said that, oh, the only people who suffer failure and the only people who struggle are unbelievers. And when you are a believer, everything is perfect. Our pride will be even more than it is right now. Are you in the church? Oh, me, I'm not proud, really. The last time you discovered that one of your classmates was pregnant, what did you do? What did you say? Me, I don't do such things, so. So you are the one who... It's your pride that is speaking. You just have not met a certain kind of something in your life before. Not that anything. And so that's why sometimes God allows you to meet a something. When you come through it, eh, and you, your faith has built you back up, and now you meet another person with it, you go and say, come, 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 you come, 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 listen, listen, we are going, you come through it, okay? You come through, I've passed this road before. Come, let me show you. There's a gutter here. Here, jump over. There's a, yeah. It changes us. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Recently, our father lost his first son, as you know. And I remember sitting down and I said, hey, what is this that has happened? Then I remember that there is only one person I know in this country who, whose ministration will have a power in it that yours and mine will not have. And I called Reverend Eastwood's wife. And I said, Mommy, talk to my mother for me. I knew that this is the one voice, the one voice. You have, you have gone on the same path before. The same path you've gone on it. You, dear, if you talk, it will have, what's the word? Wait. Yeah. Because you have come through it. How? By faith. How did they come through? By faith. By faith. Hey. Are you in the church this evening? Yeah. So I don't know why we are talking about failure right now, but that's it. Yeah. They have deferred you. Deferred your subject. You are doing as if you are going to die. No, don't die. Push on the man and say, stop that rub there. Don't die. Sit up. Oh. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, waiting man no see before. Where's him I don't see before? Look, but when you have faith, you're going to come through it. Let's go to the Bible. Luke 5. I'm reading from verse 5. Do you know, let's go to verse 1. Eh? Luke 5 from verse 1. We'll just like the word of God. It came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets and he entered into one of the ships which was Simon's and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship now when he had left speaking he said unto Simon launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draught and Simon answering said unto him master we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Hallelujah.
this is one of the very beautiful occurrences in the Bible. This is something that actually happened. It's not one of the stories. It's, one, it's a real thing. So Jesus is coming to preach, and Simon has been at work all night. How many of you have done an all night before? It's hard work. And he said at the end of the all night, they had nothing. But Jesus selected Simon's boat and decided to go use it to stand on it to teach because the people were crowding on him and the sea was behind him. So he just got another stage and stood in it and he began to preach. So when he was done, he was now going to reward Simon for the use of his boat. Just as an aside, I need to tell you that everything the Lord uses, he rewards you for. So those of you who have been complaining a lot that God is making you work, I hope you will stop before you lose your reward. No, this one, why did he ask him to set out a little? It wasn't not a reward. You have lent me your boat. I've used your boat as my stage to preach. You see. Then he said to him, go, you know, out. Go out into the water there and let the nets down. He, you know, and you can see that. <laughs> Simon Peter, he doubted. Let's go to verse 5. And he said, you have worked all night, oh. This thing that you are saying, it's not that we haven't done it. Look, I have called people to come to church, sir, they don't come. My basenta have gone ra, 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 ra. It's either plus or minus three, plus zero, minus zero. Three is three, is three, is three. Doesn't matter which side I start from. When I start from those over here, and I come, I get three. When I start from those here, I get three. I've toiled all night and I have nothing. Are you here? That's a failure right there. I've done my everything and it hasn't worked. Every time I see somebody coming to say, I don't want to be at this anymore, I don't want to be at that anymore, I know that I'm looking at what is not working. If it was working, you'd be flowing. When you come and say that, oh, um, my mother says, my father says, mothers and fathers here, bro, they didn't say anything, you said. <laughs> You said, or oh, it was based on what you said that they were saying. Yeah. yeah. Are you here? So this guy said, I've worked the whole night and I have nothing. The first thing I want to say to you is that when you are in your failure, speak the truth. Speak the truth. Simon Peter did not blame the waves. He did not blame the sea. He did not blame the people with whom he went to, the, to, 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 to do the fishing. One of the reasons why you can fail and fail again is that you are not accepting your failure. You said it's somebody who did it. And for as long as somebody did it, well, you cannot change anybody. The only person you can change is yourself. You can't make something happen. The only thing that you can make happen is what happens to you. Wow. So for as long as you say it is somebody else, nothing is going to change. Nothing is going to change. Are you there? As soon as you keep on saying, is that person? Is this person? Is this one? Is that one? Hey! The church is very quiet this afternoon. Yeah. And I mean it practically. When I come on a Sunday and I see that the numbers are not good, we'll sit down when, I, but when I'm done. Between me and God, I say, Charlie Lord, I shocked. It didn't work. MD, that's what you should be saying to yourself. Oh. Mm. You just said that, oh, I didn't do. Because here, I'm sure that in the business of fish, have you ever watched the fishermen working before? 
There are so many things going on. There are so many things going on. From when they cast the permit out there till they go and bring them. Yeah. First they will send out some two small children who will go down there and go and dive. And they start to bring in the nets. And while they are bringing it in, they are drawing it. Those who are pulling are also there pulling. After the young ones have been under there for a while, then they send some stronger guys. You know, Francine, were you with us when we were watching them? Oh, are you sure? Mm. Then they send some stronger ones. These ones, when they go down, they don't come up now. Yeah, they go like that. No diving equipment, nothing. And what are they doing down there? There's fish within the net. And they're trying to make sure that they are moving the net in such a way that the fish don't escape. Uh-huh. So you've got to stay down there. And you're building, you're bringing it. And you're bringing it. And you're bringing it. During that time, when they are bringing the net, even a child, because we're all walking around, we say we want to do some. You can go and stand there and be pulling the net some. They will allow you until the master fisherman comes. When the master fisherman gives a cue, everybody falls to the earth. It's left with the serious guys. And then they start to pull that net in. So if Simon Peter wanted to blame people, he could say that the children that we sent, you know, the first guys, you know, they didn't do it well. They didn't do it well. Uh-huh. The teenagers that we sent, they allowed the fish to slip out from under. The net cried hard holes. And those who were pulling it in, there were too many children among them. He didn't say anything like that. Lord, we have, I've talked all night and we didn't bring in anything. What have you failed on that you are saying somebody else did? The lecture is wicked. Hey, yeah, what I want to ask you. The lecture is very boring. It's you who has attention deficiency syndrome for that particular. The exam, he didn't mark it well. If they had marked it well. You see, you can't do anything about how it was marked. And you can't do anything about how he teaches. You can only do something about how you relate to that man and relate to that subject. We have toiled all night. And we have taken nothing. Hey, are you there? Yeah. The relationship is not working. This either is because of you. Hey. The boy's mother is some way. It's my shepherd who's very some way. No. Please confront the truth. But then he gives us what is the major clue in this thing. Nevertheless, in spite of the fact that I fail, at your word, at your word, the thing that is worrying you the most in this life is the word you are not listening to. Is the word you are not reading. That is what is worrying you. Are you in the church? We, we, every week we quote it. That faith comes by what? And hearing what? Ah. So if that was the case, what is your relationship to that word of God? Uh, please, tell your neighbor the scripture you read today. Just tell your neighbor. You see, some people right now, they are going to do like English that I'm speaking with. They don't understand it. Because the truth is that they have not read any scripture today. Okay, okay. Yesterday's scripture. Share it. Yesterday's. 
Hasema bawo. How many of you have Bishop Dag's podcast? Can I see your hand? Uh, you have the podcast. Beautiful. Stand to your feet. I hope you are ready to share the last message that he preached. Have you seen that having the podcast and listening to the podcast are not necessarily the same thing? So if you know that you have not listened for a while, just sit. Just sit. You know that you have not listened for a while. Just sit down. Just sit. Have you seen what is happening? It's more so. Have you seen it? They are not sure. They are, they are not sure. How can you not be sure? What, what? I won't ask the question. It's okay. I think the point has been made. The point has been made. And the reason why I'm using his podcast is that as we are in this house, this is our pastor. Honestly, he is a very interesting preacher. Honestly speaking. Honestly. Hey, people, the way I've been talking about your pastor, what are you doing here if he's not yours as well? Be quiet and watch. You don't have some. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh, you can sit down. But I did this short exercise just to show you yourself. Because when I asked, you have the podcast. Hey, I but when last did you listen? Now, even when you have listened, when some air blows on it small, when some what? It blows on it small. You have forgotten the title. Or you have forgotten the, fair, the, the scripture that he used. I don't, even, I don't even want to go further. Yeah. And you see, the blessing that we have is that the word is there in so many formats and so many people who you can listen to. I'm not going outside of the UD. Just, I'm staying right within the UD. Because just within the UD, our father has brilliant messages. If you say that's why it's too complex for your simple mind. Bishop Eddie's messages are there. Bishop Saki's messages are there. For me, one of my favorites is Bishop Ogo. Because, yeah, he breaks down a lot of things that I'm struggling to, to, to understand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he'll sort you out right now. And you insult you while you are laughing. And you will laugh through it and accept it, yes. And feel very happy too with it. No, but are you understanding what I'm trying to say? That if this one is not working for you, that one works and this one works and this one. And yet, how much this thing do we do? From today, you have to change it. I'm not preaching for you to just be saying and laughing. No, I'm preaching for you to. So take out your phone in the service. I want to see your podcast, if you even have one. Please, pastors, I need your help. LP Ferreira, LP Aquile, LP Francine, Pastor David, Reverend said, please go and inspect the phones for me. See what podcast people have. Ube who said football and Kwan or Moyomosho. You see, people are going to give you stories. Hey. Help them, help them. Make sure Bishop Dag is on it. Kwame, what podcast do you have? What and what and what? Hey. You have what? I can't hear you. No, no, I said whose podcast? LP, please, you are not just checking the podcast of whose podcast. There are so many in this UD that we are in. Yeah. 
Very serious. Very, very serious. Somebody, then they check the laptopists for me. What podcast do they have? I will suck any laptopist who doesn't have Bishop Doug's podcast. I will suck you. Caleb, do you have Bishop Dag's podcast? Ah, you have rescued yourself. Andrew, how many podcasts do you have on your phone? Who? You have Bishop Dag? Who again? He has what? Oh, you are a nice member of my church. Thank you very much. Yes. Who else? Who? Bishop Ogo. Beautiful, beautiful. And Bishop Eddie. Beautiful. You are beautiful, beautiful. I don't mind which combination you choose, but just that Bishop Dag, he should, he should be there. He's the number one. Then you can pick the others. Wow. Eh, please, I don't have data. Your head like you don't have data. When you are watching porn, you have been watching it. You have not collected data many. Make you give them, not give me. Why? Ah. Hallelujah. Look, I finished my sermon. All right, pastors, you can return to your seat. Amen. Mm. Hallelujah. We are still in the Bible. So Simon Peter, the thing that made him, or the thing that got him out of his situation was the word of God. It was the word. And apart from the word that you read, nowadays you even have the audio Bible. If you are too lazy to read yourself. Well, you don't have to be lazy. You know, sometimes you are preoccupied. For example, when you are doing things, practical things around, the Bible that somebody is reading is word of God. It's, you know, so listen to a message or let the reading of the word or even the books are even read. And you don't have an excuse. He's just telling you, but you don't have an excuse. Brother, is it a podcast you are talking about as you are lecturing the young lady? Uh, please, uh, somebody should discover what's on his phone. He was busy talking. Or I should send him a microphone to come and start preaching. Ah. He should show you his podcast. Hey, she too, she was listening intently. Hallelujah. Amen. So I want you, I need you to change your attitude to the word. Is the number one thing, the word of God, in whatever form you can get it, you must get it. Amen. Amen. I don't want to start to ask how many Bibles you have or how many translations of the Bible that you have. You are here. You or your English wearing good at the time. Only a naked Kojovi that you have. King James Bible, that's all. Naked one to him means no references, no nothing. Oh. Should I ask that question too? Okay, Lady Pastor says she begs. What is the use of a different version? A different version gives you the same thing in language you can understand or throw some more light on what you are trying to understand. Are you there? King James is, why do we choose King James? Because it's very easy for quoting. Because of the kind of English they use. You want to learn a scripture, it's very, very, very easy. The word, I mean, it's so, what's the word? 
that is easy. But when you want to understand, you see, okay, they are showing us the Amplified. Simon replied, Master, we worked hard all night to the point of exhaustion and caught nothing in our nets. But at your word, do as I will do as you say and lower the nets again. So he's just added the English. It's not only English. Sometimes some of the words have more than one meaning and they'll put both there for you and it will open up the verse in another way. So the word dear. Tell your neighbor, we need the word. Mm. We need the word. Hallelujah. Are you in the house? Hallelujah. So I'm reading. Faith converts failure to success. Faith is a converter. Faith converts your failures into successes. Faith is the converter of the natural into the supernatural. Simon was not successful at fishing that night. He worked and toiled all night and got very little out of it. Simon was an expert at fishing. He owned his own boat. He employed several people. He was experienced, but he was still a failure. When he had a word from Jesus, he decided to believe the word. His abysmal failure was converted into a brilliant success. May your failure be converted into a success. Oh. Hallelujah. Daniel tried to argue his way in court, but he was outdone. Faith always converts failure to success. Daniel failed in court. He was found guilty of subverting the king's command. He was thrown into prison and sentenced to a horrible death. Everyone was expecting that he would be torn into pieces by hungry lions that had not eaten for days. Faith converted his failure into a success story. You will have a success story too. Hallelujah! There are many instances where you will feel that you are a failure. You may feel that you have lost the war and lost the battle. But your faith will turn around. Continue to speak positive things about God's destiny. As you declare the word, it will come to pass. You will be rescued from the lion's den and your defeat will be converted into a stunning victory. Amen. Hey, some people will not say amen. amen. Hey! What? Walk by faith and not by sight. You are going to come out victorious. Amen. Hallelujah. Faith is very important for the battle. You cannot experience success without God's help. This is the victory that overcomes even your faith. Amen. If I give us that scripture, it's in 1 John 5. Laptop piece 2 is talking about there. Be very careful. Verse 4. For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. Are you born of God? Yeah. I said, are you born of God? Yeah. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Why do they say the world? The things in the world, the situations in the world, the problems of the world, the mountains of the world. It's our faith that will, that will pass through, take us over. Faith will give you the upper hand. Faith is a source of success. Do you see why faith is so important? Yeah. Through faith, your failure will be converted into a success. Amen. An unstoppable force will give you a seemingly impossible victory. I'm going to end by sharing what, a testimony with you of a failure that turned into success. Some years ago, 
I was selected to go on a one month, I don't even know what to call it, something, to the US. And I was very content with my life in Ghana at the time, and so I decided I was not going to go. I was content with my life. What was I going to look for? I mean, it was a t- the, the one month thing was, I mean, what, whatever. <laughs> anyway, are you here? So I was not sure I was going to go on this course, and I said I wouldn't do it. And then the lady from the American Embassy called me up, and she explained a few things. And from what she explained, I realized that her job would also be on the line because you have to get a certain number of people every year. So if you're going to pull out, I should have pulled out earlier. Okay, so I'm going to go. I said, I'm coming. At the time, I lived in Tamale. So for some reason, I thought that my date of departure was a Thursday. For some reason. And so on Monday, on the Monday, I got down to Accra, and I went to her office. And I went to see the lady to have a chat. Then when we were talking, then she said, let me just take a look at your things. And she said, you should be leaving tonight. <laughs> no, no. She said you should be leaving tonight. I said, what? I thought I was leaving on Thursday. Can we not change it? She said, it can't be changed. You've got to leave tonight. Are you here? Well, um, <clears throat> so <laughs> I picked up my papers and I went to the embassy, the US of A. In fact, I sat in her office first. I did the application and all that. And then I carried it with me to the embassy. How many of you know that if you are coming from some parts of this world, you don't use one day to get a visa? Do you understand? You don't use one day. Especially a US visa. My flight was scheduled for 9 p.m. Check-in was 7. It was now 11 o'clock in the morning when I arrived at the place. I submitted my papers. When I submitted, the man looked at it. I thought he was going to say, carry your things and go. My first miracle was that he said, come back at four. I said, okay. But I, you see, the time that I had, you know, I couldn't go back home. You don't know Accra well. Even those of you from Accra, you only go from one way, one way. But the American embassy at the time, I don't even remember where they were. I think around the rich areas. My house was at Kwashiman, and the airport was where the airport is. So I went into town. Remember that I had come thinking that I had some days, and I was going into winter. So I went into town to just get a sweater, a jacket, so that at least I will not die as I arrived. And I got back to the embassy at four. For some reason, Lady Rivenhumi had said that she was going to see me off. So when I got back at four, I thought I'm just going to pick my passport and then I'll go back home and try to get to the airport by seven. They came and they started calling out people's names. And everybody who was waiting got their passport. And they left and I was sitting there. Four o'clock. By 4.30, all visas of the day had been given out. I was still sitting. And the man comes and he says, 
Dr. Bruce, we were about to print out your visa, and something happened to the machines. And so we are working on it. I remember thinking to myself, where am I sitting? Is this at the Ghana Embassy in the U.S. or the U.S. Embassy in Ghana? They too do their things break down. I've not heard some before. 4.45. 5 p.m. 5.50. At 5.15, I said to myself that, no, wait. My things are at Kwashiman. I cannot live here. But I cannot live here, go to Kwashiman and get to the airport. So I got, went outside and I said, do you know something, Lady Rev, just go home here. I've not packed my things. How it is like that? Fold it and meet me at the airport. Then I came back to sit down. People started closing. I was waiting. 5.30. 5.40. The week before I came, Bishop, Bishop Pintefo had come for a convention. The title of the convention was God Can. That was the title. So as I was sitting, by 5.30 I was panicking. I said, Lord, I can't see this thing happening. Oh. Because when we finish, I'm going the direction of traffic to the airport. And I have not got my, my passport still. 5.45. Six o'clock. The man came out. By this time, they are putting up the lights. One by one. Dr. Bruce, keep holding. Keep, keep waiting. Keep holding. Yeah. <laughs> At a quarter to seven. It's not a, it's not a, checking is starting in 15 minutes. At a quarter to seven. Dr. Bruce, we are done. Good luck. Good luck. And all the best. I picked my passport and I ran and I stopped the taxi and we began to weave through the streets of <laughs> at six when I got to the airport I was the last person to check in and the last person to board and I arrived in the US without money I had not had time to get money. Oh, you don't understand the problem. So, they had told me that from the airport to where I was going to stay was a 10-minute drive. I said, 10 minutes drive, I'll be okay. Because in those days, I used to travel. I had a little something that way. But when I got there, I had, they had taken me to an airport one hour away. <laughs> so I was standing there, God can. So I came out of the airport. Must have been something like 10 p.m., 11 p.m. in this country that they kill human beings in the daytime. And I was standing there wondering, what is my next move? When a man who looks like a Palestinian drove his taxi and came to park in front of me and said, where are you going? And I said, I'm going to this hotel. But I was told I was landing at another airport, and I find myself here. And the man said, wow, you got a problem. Let's go. I sat in his taxi, praying. I said, Lord, I'll either be dead in a little while. <laughs> you see, in Ghana, when you don't have money, you're OK. You can do a lot of things without money. You can wrap the, you can wrap the truck truck driver. You can wrap the maid to have mercy on you. I mean, I mean, 
But these people, all that they understand, dollars and cents, they don't understand anything. So I asked the man, what are you going to do? Then he said, let's go. We'll see. So he drove. Remember, this is still my one day. This is still my one day. My one day that I didn't have visa. I've now got my visa. I've flown my flight. I've arrived where I'm getting to. And now I don't have money to get to where I'm going. Ever since then, I always have something to travel with. That is enough. When we arrived at the hotel, to my shock, the taxi driver got down. Then he walked into the hotel and went to the desk. And he said, does this lady have a booking in your hotel? The woman checked and she said, yes, she does. Then the man, me, I didn't say anything. The man spoke. They said, I have driven her from this place to this place. This is the bill. She's arrived here without money. It can be solved tomorrow. Help her. And the woman who was at the counter opened her bag, took out the money, gave it to the man, and said to me, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I tell you, I said, faith will convert your failure. You see, because, I'm saying this because, the failures were many. It's my fault I had not looked at my ticket, my travel time. It is my fault that I had waited till the last minute not to go and change money and have money. It's my fault. It's whose fault? Yeah. When I presented the papers, in the, at the, they know that, oh, people go at this time for this course. But look at you, presenting it at 11 a.m. Even the fact that they opened the thing for me to bring it. Yeah. But sometimes we fail. And when we fail, God has mercy because he's God. Tonight, I don't know what failure is about to come or is on the way or what failure you're already sitting in but I want you to stand to your feet tonight and I want you to talk to God about it. I want you to be honest with him at where, what you didn't do right. I've told you that my journey, I didn't do a lot of things right. I forgot to tell you that I didn't also pack properly when I was coming from Tamale. <laughs> Since then, I always pack properly before I move. Yeah, from home. I said, oh, I have days. I'll sort it out. Put in the jeans, put in the skirt, put in the top, put there, just put it there, we shall manage. Hey, talk to the Lord about what you haven't done right. Talk to him about that boat, about that net. Talk to him about something that you didn't do that has landed you where you are. Talk to him tonight. Talk to the Lord tonight. Talk to the Lord tonight. And if you have not been serious with his word, ask him to change your attitude towards the word of God. And the Lord, every day I will hear from you. Every day I will read a scripture. Lord, every day, even if I don't talk to you, you will talk to me through your word. I will go to your word. I will read your word. I'll believe your word. The next time something happens to me that is not right, Lord, I will come to you. I will not freak out. I will come to you, Lord. I'll come to you. Oh, yes. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for your word. Thank you for showing us that failure is something that happens. Thank you for showing us the way out of our failure. We will try that business again, Lord. 
we'll go back to that person and share you with them again Lord we'll try again Lord to, to listen to you and to do as you ask us we're so grateful Lord we're so grateful tonight as every head is bowed every eye is closed you are here and something has happened to your relationship with God and tonight you want to repair it something happened and you said I don't believe again or you just stepped back from believing but tonight you're saying Lord I believe Lord I believe you're here tonight you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior just where you are standing let me see your hand just saying I want to I want just I want to reconnect with you Lord I used to know you when I was a child but as I grew up Lord I went away but I'm coming back father I thank you for your grace and your mercy to us I pray oh God that our faith in you will grow stronger we will not back down we will not retreat we will not go under because of you thank you Lord in Jesus name amen we believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-S-E. God richly bless you.